Uno, Dos, Trace. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are here witnessing the inaugural podcast. This is going to be called The Salt. I'm your host, Taylor Dahl. Uh, to my right here, uh, this is this gentleman, scholar, prophet. <laughs> gentleman. This guy over here, this is Ryan Schofield. He's going to be my, uh, my co-host uh, this evening. We're getting into some things. And Ryan, I want to start off with just a quick little question. How long can you eat a peach for? I can eat a peach for hours. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you're picking up what uh, we're putting down here, we're talking cage. We're about to get uncaged um specifically (laughs) we're going to be talking about not one not two but three films the holy trinity if you will we're talking con air we're talking face off and lastly we're talking the rock not dwayne johnson but uh, the sean connery uh nick cage classic thoughts questions comments concerns i have him i mean so those are the holy trinity of action movies and you can kind of I, i think that they really changed the direction of where action movies went and then kind of ruined them in the same regards. Uh, it's kind of like there's that old saying about Led Zeppelin is that the worst thing that Led Zeppelin ever did was exist because then everyone tried to copy them. There's nothing worse <laughs> than a copy of a copy. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Uh, it's like in multiplicity when they clone the clone. But uh, let's just say that I just... This, I'm assuming this all came about when we just started about the Holy Trinity was I had a day that I was just not feeling well and I actually sat on the couch for the first time in a long time and did nothing and... Uh, discovered with all the streaming things that there the Holy Trinity did exist. I saw The Rock, and there's just certain movies that once you just you don't even skip past when you see them on a streaming site. Yep. Like they you know, like they, they talk about the like, so movies that when you were on cable that you would never stop. Sure, I mean, sure. I see that I'm going. I have to see it. Like if I see The Departed, I have to. Yeah, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have to watch. Not it. kidding you. Uh, Thanksgiving time, they'll play Forrest Gump, and uh, I have to watch it. It doesn't matter what's uh, you know at what point of the movie it's 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 on. I'm watching it, and then if it starts again. Uh, which classically, like a TNT will do, I, I'm, I'm in again. I'm, I'm all in. You know, that's it's great. Like, it's I mean, and here's a weird thing with certain movies is that like I honestly went years where I had not actually seen the full version of Shawshank Redemption. Oh my! God. I had not actually like, and I'd, I'd maybe had jumped in like ten minutes late where I'd not seen the opening sure, sure. part of it. Where like it was until I bought the DVD that I was like, oh wait, like this is how <laughs> this, this movie starts. The movie, I like I had seen like when the guy gets beat to death in prison. Spoiler <laughs> alerts, you know, like yeah, spoiler for, for a film that came out in what 1994. But uh, uh, <laughs> that Back to the Future was that one. The Wayback Machine. But these movies did not really make the cable, or maybe I was just not aware of it as much. But well, I. If they if they if they made cable, they were certainly edited to oblivion. I I mean, you know, you're not going to have what you know the craziness that goes on in in these three films. And, and I will say this: well, part of it was the length of the movies. Well, yeah, I mean, Face Offs, what like two and a half, almost three hours. They're all like they're all they're super all, long. They're all in the, in the two, and there's not really much stuff that you can cut. It's all kind of relevant. Well, maybe well, Face Off edited. You face know, Off, you could cut off a few storylines. Take his face. That's, I mean, it's got so many lines. So I think, I, I think let's get into it. Um, I'm going to break down my one, two, three uh, of these films. Uh, and I'm going to let, you know, I'm going to see what you got to say about it. And then we'll, uh, we'll start uh, one by one. So for me, hands down, number three, The Rock. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It really is good. But I don't think it is nearly as batshit crazy as the other two. Now, number two is going to be Con Air. Con Air is great. Um, you know, John Malkovich and, and Steve Buscemi, phenomenal. But my pr- number one, hands down, face off. Cage is at his absolute peak in this film. And 
a strong number two in, in John Travolta acting batshit crazy as well. Um, it really brings it all together. Don't get me wrong. Conair is nice. Don't, it's great, but I really, really think that face off is just the, the pinnacle. So this is a nice little sandwich, and I will agree with you where I have Con, Con Air as the meat of this sandwich. Sure, on. sure. But I invert the order of this one. I really? have, I have, and this is actually, I believe, the order in which they came out, but I have Face Off at the three, and then I have The Rock at the one. And then, I mean, I, I can kind of explain a little bit why. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, is... I'm somebody who is of that generation. Mark Taylor, you're a couple of years younger than me, correct? I'm 33. 33, so yeah, I'm 35. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 35, and I'm the youngest of brothers, so I kind of feel like I like, actually grew up like a couple of years older because you did everything your sure, older yeah, brothers yeah, yeah, did. Is, yeah, that, yeah. is yep. that a dynamic you share or not? I have a younger brother. Okay, so, so, yeah, I so was, he was yeah, he was, yeah. he was influenced. So he is effectively of your age. Yes. If, and he's only know, 18 months younger than I am, so So he definitely, but like, thing, but definitely has your taste. Yeah. Oh, yeah I would time. say like as somebody who... Now, like with all the streaming formats, and like I, ha- I love the nostalgia of movies I watched as a kid because now it's like I live wa- watching things through a different lens. The Rock, I, I give oh, because yeah. it actually is like ma- you're looking, you're kind of judging by different parameters, like where you go on, and like what is someone batshit crazy. The Rock is a really fucking good movie. Yeah, like The Rock. The, I mean, that's not like a one of those like I mean, is, I, that's I not one of the, that's movie, not one of those like, far fetched plots. Sure. Like I mean, like, there's I mean, nothing. There's nothing at any point in there that you really go. All right, this has gone a little bit too off. <laughs> I mean, like, like. Well, like well, I mean, like, with all the action, but I mean, like, the way they build Sean Connery's character as to well, why he's yeah. the only person and nobody knows about him and stuff like that. And and, and Ed Harris as well. Let's not forget that, about that, Ed that's Harris. That's the other thing like, to go on. The actual actors, which is amazing for this movie, the actors in that movie, I think the cast from top to bottom yeah. is much better, where all those guys are actually, like, Ed Harris and, oh, uh, so good. and, and, and Sean Connery and, and Nicolas Cage. You have Academy Award winning talent at yep, that point, yep, or, yep. Got, or Academy Award winning nominees at those points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously that was a big thing. I would up. say that this is where I like with the movies that it was the first one where action movies kind of had, like, like up until that point, Die Hard and Lethal Weapons were kind of like, you know, the thing where you Lethal Weapon was kind weapon. of, they, they were they were meant to be a comedy. Like Lethal Weapon was a comedy to me that, you know, occasionally turned into an action movie. Mm-hmm. Die Hard was a comedy that like, you know, like, Aaron, it wasn't a comedy, comedy, it was an action movie, straight action movie, not a Christmas movie. Don't even get me started on that one. Woo. Okay. We get into it. We got to get into that one. Don't worry. I'm not, okay. not here, but yeah, we are definitely doing all be little... of the Lethal Weapon movies, including five and six by the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia cast. Okay. Uh, well, which I, are canon, I have to, I have which to are do canon in my mind. I have to do, but, a, re- know, I have to do a rewatch <laughs> of those, which unfortunately now finding anything made with Mel Gibson because of some gets drunk and just says he hates Jews. Yeah, and now yeah, he can't. A, now you got to pay $14 to stream a, a movie. It's a spicy one. You know, not for nothing, but I guess, you know, would you be cool with starting with The Rock? We'll work our way up. Yeah. I mean, that's so. So. For starters, this is up down. You're number one, my number three. We'll start there. They have like it's it's such well appropriately timed jokes with it, and like you can definitely start seeing when you watch these mid '90s movies that you know they weren't afraid to like you know really we'll say had the uh, you know cast people according to stereotypes. It's, I, I, it's funny you say it. I have the cast pulled up right here, and I mean obviously we hit on the top three, right? But let's not forget we got David Morse, right? Michael, uh, what's his name? Bane, Bine. Yeah, it's fucking dude, the guy from Terminator. Dude, John McKinley, Kyle Reese. John McKinley's fucking in this as a yeah. fucking. As a William guy. Forsyth? No, there's the some heaters, there's, you know? There, there's some guys in there. there there's some. There's, John, yeah, and then John C. McGinley? There's some. Uh, there's, well, dude, he had a little phase of this. Dr. Cox? He really had like a law enforcement thing because he also yeah, was in yeah, Seven, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. as a law yep, enforcer. Yep, yep. But uh, I really truly believe that. They made that movie around this idea of Sean Connery saying, "Welcome to the Rock." Yeah, absolutely, like they were just really like, okay. They, him one line, they were like, they were, they, they were like, like they, they were like, like fucking Bruckheimer, whoever that movie was, was That's having what I was drinks. Look up. Yeah, I think, it and was like you know, maybe like he had some room in his house. He was like you know having drinks. He's like, well, oh no, it's Michael Bay. 
Well, Michael, oh, Michael, Michael Bay, Bay directed it. No, Bruckheimer yeah, yeah. was the producer, I think, yeah, or something like that. Was, I think uh, that he might be involved in that. Somewhere. Here, I'm going to chime hey. in here because because oh, uh, I don't even it's think you introduced hot. me. Coming hot. I don't even think you introduced me. We got me we got either. our man John Nesbitt on the ones and twos over there. Everyone. <laughs> no, but Jerry Bruckheimer. I remember in the '90s, it seemed like he produced every single fucking movie that yeah, existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had it was The Rock. It was any Michael Bay movie. Cocaine is not cheap. Okay. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Well, we'll get into that because there's another guy who's a producer who was classically. I think Bruckheimer did Con Air, but doesn't yeah, matter. Hold on, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I think you're right. But There's a certain look to every single yeah, movie. Yeah, for sure. There. But so like, screenplay by for The Rock though. Um, would you care to take a take a guess at uh, who was a contributor on the screenplay? Uh, it's your man. It's your guy right there. Who is it? Quentin. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, it's right right here. Screenplay. Um, a bunch. You know, a couple other guys who I, I don't. I'm not too familiar. But yeah, June 6, nineteen ninety six. You know who won the World Series in ninety six, Ryan? Ninety six. Yeah, of course they do. The fucking Yankees does. Are you sure? Yeah, they beat the I Braves. The, oh, they beat the Braves. That's yeah, they what beat it was. the Braves four games. You know to what two. it was because uh, the Olympics were in Atlanta that uh, that year as well. The Summer Olympics. Yeah, the Richard, that was that was the Richard Jewell year. Yeah, okay, now you lost. Now, 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 I didn't mean to get into uh, no, I'm just baseball saying, here. Now I'm lost. I'm just saying, no, I'm lost. I, mean, like, you know, like, I mean, they made a movie about it. This is, we're talking movies. But All right, no. so let's break but, it down. Let, let, let's, let's, uh, let, let, let's get into it, the meat and potatoes of it. So The Rock, how does, how does it start off? I believe Nick Cage Rock, is sitting there playing a ukulele or No, but actually The Rock starts off with Ed Harris visiting his wife's tomb. Like, oh, you can tell yes, he's, you can yes, tell he's yes. this decorated guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he goes and he just tells his wife, and he's like, I had no choice. They pushed me to it or whatever yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's, uh, they show him basically doing the whole thing where he heists. And like he walks on to like, where it's unbelievable. You know, he's a very decorated general, and he walks onto this base. And like, oh, pleasure to, you know, you know, Miss, you know, you know General Hummel. Like, you know, they generally, they know yep. him by the title. You're not assuming he's up to anything. And then they steal this fucking, these, uh, this, this chemical pro- weapons of chemical, some sort. Ke- chemical these weapons green beads that are like not even that these green like, anal beads is what they look like if you yes, know what they yes like. dude what they, they definitely are. did they are that's what I mean but I mean right? dude they kind of look tasty but this stuff is the kind of <laughs> it looked like like anal beads like with ectoplasm dude I'm telling you if you if you if you saw ecto cooler those are like almost as tasty looking as Tide Pods okay just probably, oh, they, delicious they, they just don't they just don't taste as good apparently <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but yeah the uh, so yeah it starts off with uh, Ed Harris there and he kind of sets up his motivation. For it and everything, um, cut to cut to Nick Cage. You kind of correct in like some sort of like training environment. No, he's thing? well, yeah, he's just sitting there in the office. He's sitting there in the office, like you know, you can see he's got a mundane office job. Him and the other guy are sitting there bored, and then they get this random package sent to them where they go through and they discover this actual VX poison gas and whatnot that is actually mixing the there. V- I love and how like, you- <laughs> oh, dude, I'm fucking, I'm a fucking nerd like crazy. Where the point where they actually find out, like where they think they're actually like, there's a bomb on the thing and this building's gonna blow up. Yeah, and their suits are melting and like they're going through all the symptoms of the stuff. And basically, like you know, you had to, to to counteract it. Like if you got bit by a snake, you have to inject an adrenaline needle basically oh, in, yeah. your, in your chest. Remember that the big oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sets up the whole scary thing, and then now you've got the whole thing of that uh, Ed Harris takes over Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah. Which is again a fucking gr- great concept. Going okay, a, a, a fucking a, a tour. That's right. They got the tours and the, the tours. A tourist they, attraction. They lock them all in and there. And it's a very impenetrable fucking forts. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll just call it some yeah. lesson. The idea that no one's ever escaped from there it was at the hardest of the hard, and then. They find out this place has been overtaken, and they, they the guy knows because he's a military guy that there's no way like if they bomb the place then the gas goes off. Yep. yep. So he knows that they're and he knows he's like we need, the, an, we need an infiltration here. We need, we need we need a black ops here. So we need to set up a whole team now. Unfortunately, they need to have someone who is proficient in handling the you know the weapon. I mean, it's that's maybe a little bit far fetched that they actually still set him there, but they they have no idea how to penetrate the base, and they're like you know no one's ever escaped there. How are we supposed to get in there? And then they like there's. This guy that they've been hiding away that, you know, that's a government secret. And it turns out it's Sean Connery's Boom. character. And, uh, you know, again, just. 
What did they say his like, like he was like what British SAS or like Yeah, M- he was British like, British MI5 intelligence and he basically he stole a bunch of microfilm files. Oh, that's right. And was caught at the Canadian border Kennedy. and then you know like that they basically that like they would, you know Jesus Christ, did you see this movie uh I've, recently? I've seen it so many times. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why he I knows <laughs> the entire story treatment bit by bit. Let's movie. keep it going. Let's keep it I mean, it dude, moving. if you want to start like asking the certain when was he sitting on now when did he sit, uh, Nick Cage that is start sitting Who played uh, Nick Cage's girl? Girlfriend in that movie. Oh, she that's was I got you right here, bud. I got you right here. Whatever happened to her? Vanessa Marcel. Did she Marcel? ever? Did she ever fall into porn? And uh, Nick Cage's we'll girlfriend at the time? Or no, the in the movie. movie. No, in the movie. It's like uh, one of, they, they have one of those sex yeah, scenes. You know, so, you know, I got the computer. She was she was in my, my stepfather's secret, which certainly does sound like a porn film. So this is the thing I you're hate. On, no, 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 you're on you're on Con Air here. We need we're, we're talking rock, buddy. This is what I hate about the rating system. Okay, so like there's countless amounts of action and gore and violence. As, you know, as far as you know, military, some some dark shit happens. I love movie. it. This is my <laughs> but, but they have so, yeah, yeah, but they have Johnson one they have up. a sex scene. Okay, and it's mm-hmm. like they're doing the sex where he's wearing his boxers and she's wearing her panties, but they're pretending like there's penetration. Sure, sure, sure. And then she just like gets right off of him like I'm like come on like would it be so off if she just happened to maybe show a nipple right. that just would, 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 would be the worst you know what the rock may have just fall down the ranking space yeah. this, but none of the other movies <laughs> none of the other movies show any titties either no you're right there How? is no nudity there's no need for the nudity in it because it's so over the top and awesome well I have a joke for when, that later when one of the did later he releases. play the ukulele though I, I'm, I'm distinctly remembering that's right he's not right. playing the ukulele he's playing guitar actually it's because, the guitar it's a full because he had right, bought he had bought the Beatles uh, vinyl album and he got married you know mailed to the shop and he's Right. Yes. And then yes, she comes yes, in, yes. and then he actually announces that anyone that's thinking about having a child in this world is absolutely out of their goddamn out mind. Of their goddamn mind. And then she's like, "Well, I'm pregnant." And then he's like, "Wow, is he you know, like?" <laughs> oh, boy. And then she's like, "She's like, wait, you just said someone's crazy." He's like, "You know, he's like, well, gosh, an awful lot's happened yeah, since right. then." Like, <laughs> so I was right. SAS Captain John Patrick Mason. Um, so yeah, Nicholas Cage, Gray, obviously John Spencer. We got the whole cast over here. Um. Tony Todd, real quick, guy who that when I was a child, I watched the the Candyman, right? Ooh, Tony, Candyman, Todd. Yeah. Tony Todd, Tony Todd, what played the Candyman? Holy shit, that scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. I couldn't watch. I think I saw Tony Todd in like an episode of like Xena or Hercules or something like that, and I was like, I can't watch it. This dude scares the shit out of me. Like just the the terrifying, but phenomenal in, in, in this. So they're all Marine Corps, uh, you know, guys, and um, yeah. So Ed Harris. Gets the the ecto cooler uh, anal beads, uh, and, and they're threatening you know uh, San Francisco obviously with um, what do they want like they basically they wanted they were gonna they demanded a bunch of money, money. Obviously. well because basically as he said Ed Harris had a bunch of soldiers that died that never were there was left for dead never received mil- military burials and never received any benefits to their families so mm-hmm. he wanted all those families to get their reparations and he was gonna pay each of his guys sounds pretty reasonable and, yeah, that's I, why I mean, I'm going on with, where the, it's like, with the exception of you know uh, domestic terrorists uh, you know demands don't seem that crazy like as he goes on like one of the things he's going he, like he tells him when he actually makes his negotiation he was like I've choked on these lies as generals and stuff like that he talks about like one of his missions in uh, Desert Storm, and he was like, yeah. "Those shots were able because of my guys in the troop, wherever like that." And he talks about it. it's like seventeen of my men died. He's like, "These men died for their country, and weren't even given a military burial." You yeah. know, so yeah. now he's obviously got I mean, this motivation. It's Ed Harris delivering it too, and it's just so good, man. It's so fucking good. And he, he definitely plays. He's got that, you know, like he has the, the cadence of, you know, he's almost like like he definitely talked with Arlie Ermery or whatever his name is, sure, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, and yeah. how to sound like that guy. Um, 
then you get the whole thing where there is now they do well, actually. Let's not skip for let's let's don't skip the, uh, the 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 car chase. It's one of the best. You stole my Humvee. Yeah, that's you know? it's <laughs> like that was. I mean, it became an obligatory thing for an action movie that you had to have the car chase. Absolutely, it's, absolutely. Uh, and that was a good one because you had a Humvee, you got the cable car, like you know, and then you've got you know, like you got the old black guy. Oh Lord mercy! Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's the fucking the things going to attach. And I think the best one is that there's after because Nick Cage steals. There's just randomly some like I just love how you have some access. yellow sports car. You can just you can like, just always just they leave the keys in these things. You know, oh, like nobody absolutely. nobody just classically they, they're in the uh, they're in the overhead visor here. Nobody you know? protects the so two hundred. Guys... Want me to pull up the trailer? I mean, you more than welcome to. Can you mute it and then we could kind of like discuss it? You know, as it. Uh, as it goes on here, I like to think I'm illustrating a good picture here. Yeah, you are. You <laughs> I mean, are. you're painting it. I'm seeing well, we got it right the whole audio visual. Element, yeah, I mean, you know? the A's and the V's. But he's got this know? car. I mean, there's not a part in here, but he fucking actually crashes his car into the fucking uh, into the cable car, and he gets out. And there's some fucking hippie dude yeah, on a yeah, fucking yeah. moped. He's like, "Yo, dude." He's like, "You just fucked up your Ferrari." Yep. And he's like, "Yeah, it wasn't mine." And then he yeah. just takes his moped from him. Yep. Yo, Claire Forlani's in this too. She's an all-time fucking it girl. Oh, see. Nope. She plays. She plays the daughter. And actually, there's a, a there's a circle back to the Led Zeppelin yes. thing because he impregnated her when he broke out of jail and he knocked her up at a, after a Led Zeppelin concert. Because because uh. Sean Connery, John Patrick Mason, they both have the game. It's all in the accents. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, it's, it, as a Scott, you know, he, he's got it. Best thing he ever did was get gray hair. Oh, the, I could show you a yeah. There it is, Jerry Bruckheimer, right there. He definitely had a he produced it, had a hand in it. So obviously, boom, there we go. This is the whole. There's that. There's my guy right there, Mr. Harris. And then uh, what's it? What was the name of that? I'm gonna keep calling it. Ecto. VX poison gas. VX poison gas. So the infiltration. I, I do want to talk about that as well. The actual once they get into uh, the rock. Um, you know, they they go underwater, and, and you know, uh, Sean Connery is the one who like leads them in. He's got that death-defying roll underneath the the, the you incinerator all the timing, thing. Yes. Oh, the timing of it! You know, it's, he used it to get out, and he says, "Well, like you know, let's help. Let's hope that they didn't uh, change any of the uh, you know the timing of it or anything like that." And I distinctly remember a scene where Ed Harris is saying. You know, don't try it. Don't don't do it. I got the high ground, and sure as shit, did they ever? Well, because they trip off. So McKinley has this special the device, yeah, 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 that you know, like it's gonna like offset them, that you know, triggers them. So they have the yeah, they know the, they're there. there's like a manhole they're coming out of, and it trips like some you know motion or proximity, whatever it is. But like the whole thing is that he knows him as a marine, like you know, and he's like, I swore I get to go against all enemies, you know, foreign and domestic. Yep. And then he's just basically they're sitting there, and he was like, he's telling him, he's like, tell your man to stand down. He's like, I can't give that order. He's yep. like, you know, I can't give yep. that order. Yep. And then there's some there's some sugar happy guys. Oh like, yeah, you know, you know like uh, yeah, I mean, there's might be a little bit of army marines tension there. I think. Sure, sure. But um, I do know that in the you know in the film itself, if I recall correctly here. Update. There it is right there. Welcome to the rock. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> um, yeah, this I is... Can't give the, that was it right there. He's like, I can't give that order. I can't give that order. Um, back here. Boom, boom, boom. There it is. Welcome to the rock. Tagline, if I ever heard one. So, yeah. John McGinley and um, Gregory Sporlitter and Tony Todd are definitely a little bit more trigger happy than the rest of them there. Ooh, throat to the knife. Yo, throat to knife. Knife to the throat. Jesus, I'm fucking dumbass. I love it as he does it. He goes, you can never hesitate. <laughs> so, 
I like the scene um, where oh there they are Those, uh, obviously little little lids. Um, I love the running joke in this where um, Sean Connery keeps calling uh, Nicholas Cage keeps saying Goodspeed, Godspeed. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's, he, he tells him the whole like, etymology behind like you know the the phrase Godspeed to you and all that. Um, so. I think we could grab, jump right to that. I mean, there's so much to talk about in it, but we, we're going to jump right to the end of it here. So Nicolas Cage gets into contact with the, with, with the ecto-cooler. Uh, well, so they have, the initial, they have the initial surge where they basically disarm most of the rockets, yep, but yep, there's still yep. a couple random ones. And then now you're kind of on the whole edge of things where, like, first off, there's the whole ambush where at that point, they, you know, the, the, they're sitting there, and they, because they're, they have cameras on them, the people that are sitting in the FBI center or whatever the hell it is, they actually watch this whole thing happen. Oh, yes, yeah. They go and the then whole- they actually grab the camera and fucking then, like, you know, Ed Harris is basically like, because of you, more blood has been shed. He's like, damn you for making me do this, you know, kind of thing. Yep, like, you know, yep. he just, he just, because he doesn't want to do it. That's the and thing. that's what becomes the whole thing, though, is he really doesn't want to do it. And that's why he launches the fucking bluff rocket. Oh, I forgot all about the bluff rocket. Jesus. Yeah, he fucking launches Thank one. Thank God that, you just watched when, this movie when they, Dude, I could fucking tell you this if it was fucking t- 2025, okay? And I didn't watch it from here, okay? Like, I've said it's ingrained India. I've seen a lot of movies. I've seen a lot of this movie, and I've seen no titties in it. I've been yep. looking for a long time, John, and I'm waiting a, for one of them. Give me a salad here, and go. Um, give me that. No, no, no. Right there. It's on the uh, uh, the, the rock shower things- scene. Let me see the shower scene. It's not as you think of it. It's not oh, about yeah. you know, hunky dudes. You know, it's not the American History X yeah, shower yeah, scene. Yeah, is yeah. it? It's not what you think. So here, here's what I'm talking about, man. This is they're they're infiltrating. This is where they trigger. They they knew that they were coming. We have the high ground, and this is where you you, you hit it. You know, we're in elevated positions. The exact yep, lingo. Yep. Oh, I keep thinking Star Wars here. Let's say the high ground. I'm not fucking Kenobi and uh, Anakin here. There it is. Grab your weapons! They got the one guy, too, from uh, the substitute with... Uh, you ever seen substitute with uh, Tom Berenger? No, I haven't. I'm a big Tom Berenger guy. I love Major League. Fire movie, dude. Like... Oh, Ed Harris just commands authority. And then we got Kyle Reese right here. Commander Anderson, if you have any concern for the lives of your men, you will order them to safety their weapons and place them on the <coughs> And then William Forsyth of, uh, I think, what, Deuce Bigelow uh, fame there, and he keeps pulling like his dick out. And, yeah, he's pulling his dick out. So, <laughs> does, this look, does this look normal to you? So. And domestic. Love it. <laughs> and robots. Dude, you got the perfect movie choice. <laughs> And goddamn fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be in this movie, too. But he turned it down. He was supposed to play the Nicolas Cage uh, role. How do you go from Schwarzenegger to Cage? So this is kind of... Have you ever listened to the Rewatchables? Mm -mm. It's a great podcast. It's on The Ringer. And they do through the... Cast, casting what ifs yeah, yeah and it's amazing how many movies like you try like how does this movie work if you have Schwarzenegger and Connery I don't think it does <laughs> no I re- it doesn't. I doesn't I don't think it does it's really not you know it's not, it's not holding it all day. you're down there we're up here you walk into the wrong goddamn room commander oh my god it's just the intensity back and forth I am not gonna repeat that order I will not give that order oh man he's just walking at you Let's see. Oh, see, I told you that guy's fucking. Tr- oh, here we go. Go, 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 go. Get done. Get done. And then there's yeah, the one that guy's like the tech guy. Well, he's got to sit there and, and protect them because I mean, right, right. Mason is a you know is a, is a risk. Yep. You know. And you know he's a even though he's an FBI field agent, it's not really you know he's had some basic training and whatnot, but 
Nothing too crazy. I mean, not for nothing. I'm just kind of thinking right now in my head. They didn't give any of these Marines any grenades, or they not made it through the water. Take it. They are the... Because, I mean, obviously right now, if you can chuck a grenade over the wall, that might help you out a little bit. Is the Kyle Reese character's uh, people, the guys getting shot, I thought they were SEALs. Oh, yeah, Navy SEAL, yeah, Navy SEALs. I think they're SEALs, yeah. Yeah, 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 SEAL team, yeah. But regardless, they're all a bunch of badasses. But... Oh I'm no! The Mar- no, Ed Harris them. is a marine. Ed That's Harris is a marine. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are like so the to two tough. Yes, yeah, a grenade down there. I'm pretty sure would fuck some stuff up. Oh, this guy. I'm pretty sure he gets one right in the fucking forehead. Yeah, it's just like. And then he falls down, right? It's just like one of classic. those. It's like one of those. Like okay, like this guy's obviously a braver man than I. When you walk, when you walk into a room and like you heard this stuff going on, and then you see this going there, yeah. like you know, this is like absolute fucking massacre. We got Candyman here. He's smiling about it. He's definitely like bloodthirsty. Yup, right in the forehead, and then he falls down the hole. Yup, and then hangs there. Yup. He's that guy that's in really good shape that has hasn't got laid in a long time, so he just kind of just became that's 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 who that guy is, like you know, like oh shit. All right, you can you can dead this one. Ed Harris is not happy about what he was forced to do. So, <laughs> but uh, so from this point on, now like the, there's the whole thing afterwards where now you know John Mason because the other guy gets killed and he falls down, he still has a gun on him, and now John yeah. Mason's got an automatic weapon and he swears to get off the island. He's like, I'm not going to die on this island, and like. Nicholas Cage is like, well, we, we, we still have a mission. And, like, he does convince him is that he's like, there's no way you can, even if you escape the island, you won't escape the gas. Like, yep. you know, you're dead yep. one way or another. Yep. Like, you're fucking, like, you're not going to get out yep. of the way of this. And then they kind of find themselves where they get, they realize that there's still more people or they kind of, like, you know, because they trigger some other alarm or something like that. Or they they, they, go, they find themselves in one of the rooms. They find themselves, no, what happens is that they find themselves into one of the rooms because they had like thermal imaging where they knew where some of the rockets were and they were in the morgue and yeah. he directed it to there. Bring so it they home. get there yeah. and they fucking, they, 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 there's just like one or two guys there and they take care of them but then they don't they don't respond back so then now they know okay, there's somebody else there and what they do is that he takes all the guidance chips out of the rockets so if the rockets get launched they'll just fall into the fucking yep. sea and they'll yep. fucking detonate underwater. Yep. They didn't mention all the you know, they weren't the so local in, wildlife. They weren't, they weren't environmentally concerned back in 95 <laughs> or 96 when this movie was made. But you know that that would have been a minor tragedy. Nothing, you know, the nothing eco- too crazy. Hey, who cares? I mean, San Fr- it'd be, it, it's no different than people shitting on the streets in San Francisco like they do now. Yeah, so well, like, I mean, the homeless apparently is a real problem out there. But so they go through the whole. Nor there. They go through the whole thing. Then eventually, you have one of the best scenes. You have the Ed Harris because I mean, Nicolas Cage does a good job acting in this one, but he's kind of meant to be like you know the the comic relief of these good. Yeah, like absolutely. he's not like because. Like, Realistically, at this point, Nicholas Cage. I mean, the reason he goes by Nicholas Cage is because he was Francis Ford Coppola's right, kid correct, and, and yes. wanted to earn his own on his own title. And yep. leaving Las Vegas is when he kind of just was like, "Okay, so can I just start making a shitload of money now?" And that's when he's kind Which, of started doing these. I'm roles. really glad you you brought up leaving Las Vegas here because once we get to Con Air, I think that might be Con. I think leaving Las Vegas might be a, a sequel, uh, a secret sequel to Con Air because what happens in Con Air? They land in motherfucking Ooh. Las Vegas. Well, and well, what does he do? He leaves Las Vegas. So. Yeah, well, what, this, you uh, didn't. Are you are you questioning whether or not he's Francis Ford Coppola's? Uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was his he was nephew. actually is like his. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought his it was nephew his nephew, or something like that. Whatever, um, he's related. Related, and, and still, he would have had the name Coppola, and they didn't want. It. Yeah, exactly. Right there, he was born Nick Nicholas Kim. Odd uh, middle name there, Jeez. Nicholas Kim Coppola. Born to August. Coppola. Yeah, his nephew of director Francis Ford Coppola. Yep, and, yep, yeah, and of actress Tyler Tyler Sher- Oh, if only we fucking started. I mean, Tyler they're a whole. Sher- they're a whole. It's. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's. As they say, as they say, Goodfellas. It's some real greaseball shit. I believe is what is they really? say. Hasn't <laughs> director Roman Coppola? I mean, it's Wikipedia. It's got to be true. But yeah, absolutely. I didn't edit this right. But before this is probably here at all. This is. You know, like. <laughs> but no. So uh, there is actually there's the one one of my favorite lines in the entire thing, 
and he's like, you know, like when John, you know, like Mason's trained, basically realizing, okay, I'm, ca- I'm carrying a, a fucking lab rat with me and I'm, you know, he's, I'm dependent on him to help me. Yeah. He's kind of trying to teach him, like give him on the spot training, which by the way, this guy's also been in the fucking can for quite a while. So uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, what, like 30 some odd years or something like that. Right. Since the fucking, so they had to rely on each other in different ways. Cause then also he's the only one that knows anything about this, you know, this, this, this weapon that they're dealing with. And, uh, there's the, the best part. I one of the best things is, and he starts telling all the thing and he's like, I'll do my best. And then John, uh, Mason or Sean Connery, your best losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. And then Nicholas Cage cocks the gun and goes, Carla was the prom queen. <laughs> like, you know, like that's just like, Banger and that's what I mean. Like where like with the comedy in that one, it's one line comedy. It's not yeah. like, oh, like yeah, full yeah, yeah. setups into that shit. But then the next best standoff I would say is that they have the moment where John uh, Mason, uh, you know, Ed Harris or Sean Connery's character and Ed Harris, General Hummel, yep. have their actual interaction there where he's got Brigadier a guy. General. There's a guy named John Henderson or Larry Henderson's actually the guy's name that they hold the gun to. Some guy that was one of the hostages. Uh-huh. They talk about wasting and then he shows his face. He tells him he's the only one there and he starts talking about like, you know, combat and stuff like that. And, you, you know. Then you have the one of the other grid lines with John, Sean Connery. He's just like, "This is not an act of combat. This is or this is not combat, sir. This is an act of lunacy." Personally, I think you're a fucking idiot. Oh like, <laughs> my goodness! Yeah, and then I do say he he hits him back with you know his reasoning behind it and all this stuff, and it kind of brings it back down. You know, Ed Harris is always playing that very somber. I guess character would be the word for it. He's always bringing me back. You know. There, there's comedy gold, like right, like I you just said, and then Ed Harris kind of reels it back in, you know. Yeah. So then there's a couple of the, then then there's a whole bunch of ambushes, or there's a whole bunch of you know a lot double, of shooty shooty bang bang double you know? crosses, like only a few people. Oh yeah. We'll yeah. just say that basically only the hostages, because there's the whole thing where now is that they have to they, they the government actually realizes they have a solution, they have something they can use to blow the island up that will actually burn up the, the, the chemical yep, weapon. Yep. And they're they're forced to, to 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 deploy this situation. They're you know realizing they're going to kill those two, and they're going to kill all the hostages. But it's you know it's 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 a hundred versus an entire major city, and then the whole thing. You yeah, know, it, it, you know the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Then there's That's some very very good. There's a very very good right cinema. And obviously, like even though you probably know like in your heart that they're you know they're obviously going to prevail. But like there well, is the whole yeah, moment where Nicolas Cage does get into it. With, he gets in with the guy that's been late in a long time. And that guy is so sexually frustrated. Like you can even tell based on the way when he's choking him. Like he's like, I just wish you were a hot girl with my pick inside of you. But you're Nicolas Cage, which uh, is like, you know, like. Actually, yeah. If you could play that one right there, the top video, please. Which yes. One? Yeah, you got it right there. We don't have to do the whole thing. Can we up the quality of that a little bit or? Uh, yeah, the auto. Well, I've been in oh, the what the heck? A long time. What's you the know. line? Name and rank, sailor. Here. What's the line? Personally, I think you're a fucking idiot. Personally. <laughs> Personally, I think you're a fucking idiot. I think if we drink some more scotch. Yes. <laughs> I love scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Um, so it ends, and I like, I, I, again, because I, I, we got we to gotta get to the, the next one here, Con Air. Um, I really like the scene when he hits himself with the fucking needle, though. It's like I think this is gonna be yeah. This right there, ready? Go. Just really quick. Personally, I think you're a fucking. Personally, I think you're a fucking idiot. Oh my god! Oh my god! Connor discusses women slapping. I mean, not that I condone this. No, I don't want you to play this. Can you send me that link? Can you send me that link for later, please? First off, in '87. 
In 87. I'm telling you, he was just a fucking bald gray guy that looks like Dr. Phil right there. It but does. then he went, really then, then he went gray, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, fucking girls our age yeah. wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. And that was when I was 15. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, in 87, that was 33 years ago. That was a different goddamn time, you know? And apparently, you could joke about on ABC. Uh, slapping women, and that's not cool these days. You know? um, no, not, women that's slapping. Not, that's, not I mean, cool. that's why I want to know: is it women slapping him? Is oh, it him slapping yeah, yeah, women? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, he what's could it? be getting slapped in 1987? I'm pretty sure they were interested in what Sean Connery was doing behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, so so it ends the the the, the good guys win. The, the the day is saved. Sean Connery and uh, he meets it's up a theme gets with a, his daughter. It's right? a theme in a lot of action movies that guess what the uh, the protagonist actually usually defeats Shocker. the antagonist. Yeah, 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 who knew that was going to happen? There, um, so, he hits himself with the with, with the uh, it wasn't adrenaline, was it? It was just. So he ends up having because there's that one random ball that you see in the uh, yeah, in the yeah, thing. Yeah, he yeah. saves it and then puts it in his pocket, even though he talks about what a fragile casing it is. And like somehow he manages to go make it thrown through windows and fight with this guy for a long time. He's he's a fucking FBI guy fighting with some fucking you know actual train killer who hasn't been laid in a couple of years. Sure. He's fucking you know really on a power trip. So now we know he's not getting paid, so he isn't getting paid or getting laid, which yep. is like the two worst ways to frustrate a man. And then he just decides, hey, I'm just gonna jam this fucking ball <laughs> in this guy's mouth. And oh my. I mean, God. and the, the way oh, that, he hits him in the mouth, right? He puts it in his I, mouth I, I, and fucking mm, hits I, him. I also love, by the way, when fucking when uh, Nicholas Cage describes to Sean Connery what the what the oh what, what, what it'll do to you, what it'll do to you. He was like, well, he's like, first, you know, you're fucking, you know, he's like, you know, you know, you hallucinate. He's like, fucking, you know, you shiver so high and you, you puke up Can your you own. You actually guts. pull that up real quick. He, puke up your own guts. He's like, you shiver so hard, you're fucking, you know, you break your own spine. He's like, but that's after your skin all melts. Yeah, off. Jack, <laughs> can you can you see if you can find that? What is uh, that? I don't you know. Is this in the rock? The rock yeah. morgue scene, I guess, it would be morgue. Morgue scene. Yeah, right. Yeah, there. there it is. It's on the top result. There. Yeah, I think I got this one down. Oh, pretty good. Well, there's the morgue shootout. Um, yeah, oh, that's oh, the all, underground. All, uh, or... No, that's the underground one. The morgue shootout. It's gonna. It's gonna go into that one. Uh, it's it's kind of such a vague right, part well, we don't of it need to pull the because the action. Well, the action. The, the shootout happens, and then they they maybe talk for a little bit. Which this is also one of the things. Fucking Sean Connery shoots that big giant structure. It falls yeah. on the guy. Oh, well, and then he no said, that, said it's he physics, said, Yeah, right uh, here. He's like, Yeah, he's like, That's probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He shoots like the air conditioner unit or whatever the hell that is. Which is. <laughs> it's about as ridiculous as you can fucking get. So good. So, so good. And that's just my number three. So. Yeah. Just about the most awful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so he hooks up. Uh, and then, and then afterwards, fucking the, the, the guy's leg starts moving, and he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, is that normal? Like what the feet thing? He's like, yeah. He's yeah, like, you know, no big deal. He's like, can you stop? He's like, well, what do you want me to do? Kill him again? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, excuse me. He uh, he hits himself in the needle. There's a there's back. a video he, called Everything Wrong with the Rock. I'll be watching later on tonight. By the yep, way, yep, yeah, I've seen this. The Cinema Sins or whatever is the channel. It's, it's, I'll it's, fight it's, them. It's all right. Um. Yeah, I know that girl. Um, <laughs> so the yeah, he hits himself with the needle. He goes. He meets up with Carla, prom queen. Well, he hits himself with the needle. The whole thing was is that there's people waiting. That the whole signal is that once they've neutralized the threat, they have to signal green flares. So he jams the needle yeah. in his chest, and then all of a sudden realizes, oh wait, we actually have neutralized the threat. And then runs out, and there's this epic scene of him. And again, these are probably things where, like, they were probably like, okay, we've got him saying "Welcome to the Rock," and we've got this scene of Nicolas Cage holding waving up two the flares. waving two green flares, the fighter fighter jet flying over him. 
how do we fill in the rest? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I got some staple scenes I really want to shoehorn into these things. Uh, fill in the blanks, please. But I mean, again, uh, like, where this is the this is the best part about this trilogy, and this is something that's accomplished by all of them. They all find the way to work the title into a line. Like, oh yeah. Like, I mean, well, they they, they, they mentioned the name The Rock in yeah. this. Is, I mean, oh, Alcatraz is nicknamed The Rock, so that's very right. good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an easy name to have, you know. Which so. is, I guess, I can believe we can segue into the ultimate. They just had. The best title for this is number two, a universally agreed on. Yep, yep. Con Air. Con Air. Welcome it's to. So good. So it's here's here's how this one starts. I can I can tell you this. Oh, it's so Cameron Poe. I could spend fucking an hour talking at the beginning of this. Cameron movie. Poe. Why do the guys that are working or that are at the restaurant where his 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 his, uh, his wife girlfriend whatever who's pregnant with his baby girl? Why do they hate him so much? Because you would think in, in they're in Mobile, Alabama, right? Another Jerry Bruckheimer films. Gotta love it. Why is It in starts the world? off this is the exact same intro to exactly. fucking The Rock, by That's the way. That's what I'm saying. They nailed this formula down. Why? So she's supposed to be pregnant there. I'm sorry. Her belly, she's got a goddamn six pack. She is not pregnant there. Dude, I read a fucking story about a pregnant woman running a marathon one day. Well, you know. But those guys right there. Why do they hate him so much? Because they're regulars at that bar, and they've been desperately fucking drinking. Like, you know, she's probably flirted with him a little bit for a couple of tips. Yeah, and yeah. they've all been thinking, oh, if I had my day with her, you know, like she would fucking. And so what year was this Was this film made? 1997. 97? Yeah. So yeah. next year he does Connor. Love it, first off. So why is it? They go. What is this? I think he says it's because of losers like you that we lost Vietnam. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, like it's. I mean, Why I, are you mad about Vietnam? Were you even alive when Vietnam was going on? This like, is along the parallel thinking thoughts. But anyone that's ever listened to this is one of the ones they did on rewatchable, and Adam Carolla's done. But like, I'm sorry, but I'm kind of not in the business of like. I've seen a lot of assholes, but I don't see anyone that goes, "Hey, there's a fucking green beret here. I bet you I could take him." <laughs> like you know, like. <laughs> Generally, those are the people that you kind of go. Like, you want to steer clear of, perhaps, or maybe you just you know give them the you know the due respect and not try and fucking fight them. So here's one of my favorite parts of this is I kind of realized because there are innocent people up there. Well, I mean the hair is one thing. I mean, the hair, tank tops, hair, cage. That's all I need. This is a big thing I go on with this one that I feel like that if Cage had done, because apparently he was like actually like actively like working out before sets because he like. I, I heard that he was he also got, went down to, to Alabama to, to work on his I, I actually watched this movie last night and that was actually in the opening trivia line on Amazon. It says, yeah. and they said to perfect in quotes because his oh, accent. Well, it is perfect. Is it, it? Is spot on. Is, is it, it though? Is it's, it? It's, it's, <laughs> I think it's kind of one of the running jokes. The other thing is now that we're looking at this. So when they go, so they decide to crash land the plane. Uh, on the strip, I'm almost certain that the Las Vegas airport is like a mile and a half away from this. Like, yes, yeah, I've no gone to, I, I don't know if you know this about me. I've gone to Vegas a few times. Yeah, yes, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I forget the name of the airport at the top. I mean, McLaren is right next to the strip, basically. It's um, right there. The right? irony of this is that they actually, I believe, that was done in Carson City, the landing scene, oh, which is where they're playing. Originally, you know? well, it's you know, it's still it's still got its own thing going on. But now, so we've seen oh, the yeah, trailer. But he comes back. So Cameron Poe comes back from his service in the army. Yeah, I'm sorry, we got way off, way off topic there. Comes back, service in the army. He's a, he's a, he's a ranger, I believe, and uh, bartender. Yeah, a little. Whoa! I'm sorry. Um, the he goes back. His wife is pregnant, which I don't know when was his last. Uh, I question if that even his child. Ooh, is oh, that baby I, girl even? Dude, his? I why are you blowing my mind right now? Okay, uh, I have, uh, that's what I do. A 
attire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's your goddamn apron, bud? Yes. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Jeeves. Yeah, let him hit him. Let me take a couple yeah, of nips yeah. off here. Yeah, it's got some cubes here, everyone, too. You know, we're classy dudes. We'll do a cube. Just so, one, just one cube. Just keep I'm questioning, like I said, I'm questioning whether or not that was his child or not. Because I, I don't guess. know when he was. He looked like he was on active. I don't know when his last leave there was. There could have been a visit on. Base, I get it. I get it. You know, I don't want to question his baby girl. But, but you um, know, so yeah, so he ends up. You know, there's the, there's the ruffians. The, the, yep, the, the three guys that get into a fight with him there, uh, well, because, pouring rain, and because there's probably this whole time that they haven't fucked her. Like they've been thinking, like, well, like I never see her with a guy. I never hear sure, anything. Sure, sure, sure. And then when they finally like, do see the guy, they're like, God damn it! And there is like, a guy in play. And like, here's the like the worst thing though is about like as, as somebody who's been in that situation is that generally when there's actually the boyfriend you don't know about usually you meet the guy and you actually like him and you're like sure. fuck yeah, like, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no way yeah, yeah. like you know like or fuck he's an army ranger no wonder she doesn't probably fuck, kill me no wonder she doesn't fuck around on lo him and behold you know? lo and behold guys spoiler alert um he kills him does he kill all three of them no he just, just kills, kills the one he right? just kills the one so then now because he hits him with that classic fucking buddy your 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 wrist thing you know jams the nose but in, up into his brain in his defense the guy had pulled a knife but well, then that's but, why he got seven years the guy pulled for, a knife but then you notice his friends that get to run away from the thing yeah, they yeah. they run away with the knife so it's unprovoked and then he has by far the worst I don't know anything about the legal system has the worst lawyer on the face that guy is sweaty and nervous and he's just a fucking and, and mess. I mean not like, to not to not to steal something from something I heard from Adam Carolla but this is something a great observation but. Where the hell is this bar? There's this, right. there's like right outside. It was out, a diner. Right, out, it wasn't even right a bar. outside this bar, there's these giant billowing smokestacks. And, and the fucking and, oil rig. And like, again, like back it. to the idea how much they hate this guy. They were waiting in a driving rainstorm yeah. to fucking to fight this guy. Like, Why it, were they out there? They hated him so much. Like, they, I just I, I just want to know, like, is that like an Alabama thing? I mean, how much is your life at the Sunday? Honestly, like, I didn't even like walking from the car into John's apartment. Right. Fucking, you know, a little rainy like, out there. A little stormy weather. Like it was fucking yeah. It's like it's like I just got a little wet. Like it's like I don't think I'm gonna get drunk and go. Hey, you know what? I want to get fucking showered in cold wet shits. You yeah, know, right? Yeah. So um, so that my fucking dick is half the size when that girl actually decides she wants to fucking not bang me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. So um, that brings us to the courtroom. Obviously, we got the sweaty, just disheveled lawyer. Well, but by the way, if up. you actually look, that guy that plays that lawyer. Did you ever watch the show The Shield? Yep. Um, he plays that. He plays Gilroy, the fucking the the, the alcoholic chief in the first season. Uh, so it's like I'm like I'm looking at that character. I'm going, okay, maybe this guy was. What movie? The, the, We're talking Con Air here. Con Air. Keep Con up, Air, bud. Right, yeah. I was talking about. Like, I was did talking, we move on? We didn't. No, on. I was just. I was saying that you know, there's a, the, the guy that plays the lawyer is a guy who plays a piece of shit at a, at a very very critically acclaimed TV show. Mike, Michael Chiklis. No, 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 no. no Michael no, no, Chiklis I, plays I, no, the lead. I, that's what I'm saying. In the Shield, Mike, Michael Chiklis. In fact. Yeah, this not, right not here. This to, is not to steal the wind is, out of your sails here, but go ahead. Yeah, his, this, is, his, this, this is his legal advice. What is the woman's the, the woman's name? CC Pounder or CCH Pounder or yeah. something? She's in the goddamn rock, and she oh, was also no, in she's, the Shield. Or I'm sorry, she's uh, in Face, face off. off. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I was. We. I had that fucking. I was planting seeds. Okay. <laughs> don't fucking don't don't, don't hydroponically yeah, grow me. You're okay. Not to, you're not supposed to pick them yet. Manslaughter in the first degree. Like, doesn't that you lawyer see that? Just... Play it back just like five seconds. Go back one more time. I don't think that that's a real thing. Obviously, this is a fictional movie. No, oh, yeah, know. no, this movie is. No, 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 no. <laughs> he is not held to the same standards as your average everyday citizen because he has training and he is a 
deadly weapon. Well, again, because sense. Almost certain. That's but not the thing is, is Yo, that, look how smoky no, no, Monica Potter is. No, like, but here's the thing: is I no, here's what I would defend that one: is they don't know about the knife. They don't bring up the knife because they don't know that he was actually dog it, shit lawyer. It was self defense. Well, the dog knife, shit lawyer. There was no evidence. The fucking guys, his friends, took the knife. Okay, so yeah. he had no. They had no case in that. We can never argue the knife. So basically, it's like if I got into a fight with fucking you know a fucking black belt, you know, like. I'll put it this way. When I fucking sparred with Vince Nance, okay, like that. Yeah, if he choked me out, even though I attacked him, like, it's like, okay, like, you you, you, you could have just rendered him useless. Sure, so like, sure, you know, sure, sure, sure. You went excessive true. with it, you know. I, I, okay, I see that, but seven years... Also, oh, that's I mean, that, but yeah, but that's here, the other thing. The other they're going to throw out the fact that you are a decorated citizen, right? But there's the thing is that there was something that was referenced in this movie where she was like, "You were turned into that old guy." Apparently, the army straightened him out. Maybe he had priors, right? Well, and that's the uh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. But also, it keep, wasn't mentioned. It wasn't my, mentioned. Monica Potter, Potter keeps saying, you know. Don't don't do it. Just let it go. Just let it go. And and, and Nicholas Cage has to be that guy. He's never he, and he can never stand out. And I'll have you know that that further into the movie, once we get there, uh, that's the whole reason why he, it almost seems like his whole motivation. So spoiler, yes, again, um, he goes to prison. Right, he serves his his sentence. Um, somehow they sell a stuffed rabbit in the um, prison commissary, which I didn't think was a normal. Uh, normal You'll fuck anything in prison, stocks. okay? Yeah, I guess so. Right. Um, <laughs> Anyways, it. he gets out and he has the opportunity to get off the plane. He doesn't have to stay on and help John Cusack and all that stuff. And see, here's my take on that one. He didn't really want to get back to his baby girl. My take on that baby one is girl. my take on that one is that yes, maybe the idea, may, like you know, maybe they, maybe she was difficult to deal with. I don't know. Maybe like he actually liked the idea of like, okay, like I know that she's here. Like you know, I joined yeah, the I joined the army to avoid her bullshit for a little while. I'll, I'll serve he a little time. He was dying to get back there. He was dying to get back. So but, I mean, what I really think is that let's. I don't think we could say that he's really confused as being a guy with a high intelligence and a high IQ in this movie. So I think that maybe the and I use this word delicately, but I've just other people who have served says that there's a little bit of brainwashing that goes on. And I think maybe that's why he was such a good any. a good soldier is because he actually believed in all of the values that were you know put in front of him and he adapted those to the prison mentality. Because, I think with any uh, organization. So here's the thing is that there's a there, there's a cut scene from this movie, okay? Mm-hmm. Where during the prison you know the prison riot where he ducks his head? Yep, yep. There's apparently a scene in that one where whoever Micatelli Williamson, the guy who plays Bubba, yeah, yeah, the guy yeah, with yeah, the yeah. diabetes, yep, yep, there's yep, apparently yeah, yeah, a scene yeah. where he saves him. So that and they cut that out of the movie though, and that's why, it, it, which is kind of important. You're talking about you saved him in the the prison like you know in the part. intro when they show the prison rising, he's yeah, writing yeah, the letters because and stuff he like definitely that. is like because there's a scene where he goes to save him, and and then for whatever reason Bubba's a you know I, I don't believe in I'm starting to worry if there is a God anymore or something like yeah. that, and then Nick Cage gets up, I'm gonna go show you God, and he goes looking for the needle and everything because he's got diabetes, which funnily enough. Pretty sure he gives him some chocolates or something, and he gives him like he gives him he gives him snowballs. Snow yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. he became diabetic because of him. You know, like I think I think Nick Cage is secretly trying. That's to maybe, him in maybe, the first place. You know, maybe that's why he maybe <laughs> like, maybe he felt bad. He gave him diabetes. He was giving him the snowballs. Which by the way, diabetes. which by the way, a fucking terrible fucking of the, of the hostess fucking brand. Do they, do they make <laughs> a those snowball things? Snowball of any? They do. I can confirm. I went to the res the other day. I got a blue one. Dude, here's the thing. Coconut has so many different places in life, and And that's not yeah, not on snowballs. Like flaked coconut is. I'm sorry. Like it it belongs in. It belongs to be the mask. Like masked with a bunch of other things, and it's a texture, not an actual. Yeah, not the first. We're not going for flavors here. We're going for texture. Not so you can bite in fucking shelf stable cream, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, so so we all get on the plan. They, right? I, well, they, they, well, this is the whole thing of that. Like, there's apparently, you know, they got John Cusack who is. I swear to God, I'll watch any, like, I mean, I didn't want to go into a different, but being, you know, becoming John Malkovich is 
Or was it being? I'm sorry. I just you totally said Cusack, right? Cusack no, is the guy. Cusack's an FBI agent that is apparently the one that's in charge with this prize thing of that they're just going to put, hey, you know what? Rather than fly all these guys individually and all these things, we're just going to put like the 15 Prison most dangerous. Bus. We're going to put the most dangerous criminals on. Well, that begs the it, question, It doesn't too, make like, any sense. They're going to a supermax where you've got, okay, like you, they describe the, the Cyrus the Virus played yeah, by yeah, John yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, they describe, yeah, yeah. you know, Diamond Johnny Dog. Johnny 23. Which is, by the way, the worst character I think yeah, it's ever yeah. existed. Big Rams could have done. Uh, like a guy done. who only gets tattooed for his convicted rapes, not the one he just Oh, you're talking about J23? Yeah, J yeah, yeah. Johnny 23, <laughs> he, you know, he, he gets tattoos on his sleeve for the convicts. He's been convicted of 23 counts of rape, so he has 23 roses tattooed. But then he's like, it'd be Johnny Sixhundred if they knew the truth. It's like, so you only the ones you get convicted for, you got tattooed for. Yeah. You didn't just, you know, you didn't want to just, you know, they the, the ones you got away That's with. That's human you, garbage, right there. By the way, That's a the ones real you got away with. Were, the like. ones you got away with weren't quite so special, apparently. Oh God, that's just oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. That is, he's he's just the worst. But yes. I saw. Um, that's another reason why he stays back too, though, is that he's the only one that feels safe in keeping the the female prison guard because again, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, I mean, I'm not trying to demean or get, make a sexist thing out of this, but obviously, you want to have a female around guys who are serving life sure, sentences. Sure, sure, sure. Like, if you really, and then they say there's no guns in, and John Cusack doesn't let Cole Meany. Uh, oh, Cole and Meany, yeah, yeah, the all time biggest douche. Oh, he's such a dick, dude. You know what he is? He's like, he's like a D list. He's like. It, okay, put this way. I don't no, 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 no. I don't want to say D list. Star I, Trek. No, no, no. Where I was Hell going on wheels this is I kind of feel like that he was trying a little bit to be like I almost want to say he was trying to be like James Khan, but like maybe like a, like I don't yeah, even want to say third. I don't even want to say third real country version of James Khan. Bobo James Khan. Like he's like fucking like we're talking equator level, you know, fucking like you know quality of life. Jesus Christ, bro, that, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, oh, guess who's uh, guess who's giving me a shout here? Oh, it's Jason. Yeah. Um, All right. So, to your point, Supermax Prison, right? And then you got. Hey, hey, go ahead and answer that. Then, then you got Bubba. Or give me and, the phone. So I um, you better cut this out, goddamn it! No, it's all fucking. Good. You got you got you, Bubba. You, the, the 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 resident librarian, and then you got um, Cameron Poe, who, by John Cusack's own admission, is a nobody. You know, why are we mixing all of these guys together in well, one because, in you know, one flight? So is they it at least just to save least, money. They at is least it just they, to save money here or what? No, they they at least justify that he's just pit, hitching a ride because he's he again the, the supermax prison is in Georgia and he's get he's in Atlanta or he lives in he lives in Alabama so <laughs> he's a nearby thing but the Got one it, that yeah, okay. makes the least sense being on there is fucking Dave Chappelle who by the way you want to talk about a fucking act that didn't age very well I mean Jesus. every every line out of Dave Chappelle's mouth bad. is a fucking joke that would end a person's it career is now bad man like, he literally fucking says to the fucking Indian guy don't get all wounded knee me. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm telling you that this movie is pretty fucking racist too. If you think about it, like well, it's just typecast is like, um, <laughs> you know, you have Diamond Dog, you have Ving Rams as the, you know, I, I hate white people kind of black guy. You have Dave Chappelle as the crackhead black guy. You know, you 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 have um, which to call it? I don't know. All the white guys are just like insidious psychopaths or like paragons of justice but so like here's bullshit the, like that but here's the know, thing though is that i'm pretty sure that if i'm again i've never served a day in prison yet thank god knock on i would imagine that it's probably an accurate portrayal of the personalities that you know or you're gonna I get i mean yeah like guys, remember like, the one at, at, at the, at the, at the yeah, one yeah. point we're, we're talking con air here okay then at one point you know like he refers to john malkovich as the poster child for the system and they're going oh don't say we well, created this I like guy how it's they, like well mathematically he he did get two degrees while he was in jail and fucking you know so, does 
does kill people it, in jail because he just knows he's never getting out. In that like, movie, uh, I think they say John Malkovich, uh, Cyrus the Virus, is um, 39 years old and he's spent 25 of those years in prison. So he's had to have been in and in out. In the system, in, in the juvie. Well, he escaped. Was in the system. They, 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 they announced he's just in prison. They announced he escaped, escaped a couple times. Got it. Okay. So <laughs> we get on the plane. We got our we got our cast of characters. We got we got Diamond Dog. We got Ving Rams. We have the and then I forget the one guy's name. Um, let me get my phone back. Okay. I mean, we Johnny Twenty Three. I mean, you know who do we got? Oh, oh, Billy Bedlam. I was just thinking, there's the one guy, oh, no, one wait, guy wait. who's in there who's just apparently in there for being too gay. Like, he, oh no, like, that's they never what, give no, you no, any that's, reason behind they, why he's there. They picked them. They that's a guy he picks up in Carson City. This is the original flight, which by oh, the okay, way, okay, okay, yeah. So they they do the whole thing. There's the whole skirmish there where fucking you know, obviously the you know they, which I also love is that like you know all these guys are just. Just innocently, just picking, you know, pulling wires out of their hands, you know, and just like, how easy is it to pick a lock? I mean, like, realistically, like, I mean, like, you know, if you gave me, if you locked me in handcuffs where they were actually in front of me and put a wire in front of me, like, I mean, how many days is it before I actually go, oh, I got it? Like, you I, know? A, a couple at least. I don't think that's something that I'm easily going to be able to. Like, I mean, like, realistically, know, like, done. if one thing movies have taught me, don't be scared of being arrested because it's very easy to get out of handcuffs. Yes, like, definitely follow every single movie that, uh, Every movie trope that you could have uh, thought. So no, Dave Chappelle so actually has Dave Chappelle so swallows a bottle and has a string somehow. Oh God! Yeah, even yeah. though even though well, they, the whole the whole even though they showed they showed John Malkovich doing a mouth inspection where he sticks his tongue out. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think we're missing an entire like segment of Dave Chappelle is definitely in it. Dave mind. Is absolutely is. They dropped him out of a plane. He plays. By pin, the way, he plays pinball. Yeah. By the way, if Jason, they dropped him out, yeah, if they if they dropped him out of the plane and he landed on the car like he did, he would be liquefied. Which, by the way, here's you know, there, here's there'd be a million pieces. But by the way, here's they a wrote a message. Actor. On I think it's a different they, actor. No, you are absolutely wrong, dude. If you cannot, you are so wrong. You did I got not. it right here. Literally, Dave Chappelle's name. It was. It's, you just scroll past it already. It's like honestly, this. We're is, gonna keep moving on from yeah, his dumbass. That, yeah. That's ridiculous. Dave Chappelle is Joe Pinball Parker. I didn't know they okay. had a full name. Oh, Pinball Parker. All right, all right. I thought so it was a different. Actor. We were talking about how he, every line he says is incredibly offensive. Super, and would, and super racist. <laughs> so I think so. We're missing the whole like the, the premise of the fact. Cole Meany is a DEA, DEA agent, right? And they are trying to get. Um, oh, so what the hell is the guy's name? It's some big drug lord. They're trying to get some confession. The out guy of they're picking up from fucking from Carson, Carson City. City right? Yes. So they're trying to get. Uh, um, um, let me see it when I what see is it. his name? Serino or yeah, something? Yeah, Serino or, like or yeah. These let's see. He doesn't have. Um, it's not. Jeez right. Louise. Yes. Sindino. Sindino. Thank you. So they're trying to get a, a confession from him before they get in and before they get to or before he gets to. Excuse me. Um. The FBI custody because Cole Meany wants to get this arrest. So right out the gate, Cole Meany is being just the fucking worst person in the world. Well, because yeah, he doesn't respect the you know, the, uh, well, they, the, they, the authority they, they, of John of John Cusack. Because he's what is he wearing? What is John Cusack wearing? He's wearing a tan it? suit, tan suit, and flip flops. Oh, I didn't. Even, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's his whole thing. Is he's wearing flip flops with socks. Don't hate the flip flops and socks. Crowd, okay? <laughs> that's, I'm just saying. I that's, do that after you know. You know and then that, a there's a thing. scene where Cole Meany says, "Where is?" Uh, or somebody asks. Uh, they tell him there's no guns allowed. Then Cole Meany sneaks him a fucking right, gun. Right, right, right. That, that's you know that's how it ends up being pretty little bit wonky. We'll just say. Um, but there is a scene where somebody asks where John Cusack's character is, and Cole Meany says, "Ah, he's probably out saving the fucking rainforest or something," which is just like you know. He just doesn't have any respect for him. They basically, they, there, was, there was not so much like, you know, an idea of putting much into the characters. It was just kind of like, you know, like those, like 
it's amazing how in some movies important characters you give no background context sure. to. It's just okay. Like it's established this guy's kind of a know-it-all and this guy's kind of a dickhead. That's yep, just basically yep. how they go about it. And they have to coexist on this mission. So then eventually you have the whole thing where Dave Chappelle, again, what he does is he's sitting next to this Indian who he starts off by calling Cochise. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Real, really not And then, cool. he, then what he does is he sets him on fire and then lights him, lights, you know, set, oh. And that's how the whole, you know, thing, you know, this whole you know, diversion yes. is created. Yep, yep, and yep. then again, I mean, again, as I was saying, one of the worst lines of it going, don't go all wounded knee on me. Yeah, yeah. That's not, uh, that, that wouldn't be. Now, if John Malkovich had said that in that movie, he wouldn't have a career today. But yeah, you know. well, you know, it was Dave Chappelle. So it's, it's, it's cool. You no, know? nah, it's cool, man. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I saw an interview. Um, it was on another podcast and they were interviewing uh, Danny Trejo and Danny Trejo was obviously Johnny 23 in this. He said. Because uh, this is like a compendium of just badasses and whatnot. And he actually said that the one guy who he was actually afraid of is John Cusack. Because apparently John Cusack's just got some shit behind his eye. Like, first off, he is like a, an actual like black belt. He is a bit of a badass. He's not like a little guy. But apparently John Cusack's the one guy that they're like, actually, no, go ahead and play this pinball fa- falling from the sky for uh which, by the way, Timid. this is the thing Again, that throws me off. This liquefying. Thing. What city are they falling over? Because this looks like San Francisco to me, and they were flying from Carson City to Atlanta. I feel like they didn't Atlanta. move at all. They didn't go very far. So he's already dead. They, they drop him out there. And then, yeah, here he goes. And the music. Which, by the way, also, wait, wait, wait. More ridiculous about this death. He runs down a fucking airplane and gets caught in the landing gear? I'm sorry, but I mean, I know that they say that maybe people that maybe have a little more melanin are a little faster than the non-melanin, but fuck it, I'm sorry, but he ran down a fucking plane that was ready for takeoff? Like, just fall I'm, not, I'm not a pilot, but I think those guys things go like a couple hundred miles an hour before they're ready. I think so, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course... Richard calls us some, you know... And so this hits, like, yeah... I'm sorry, but there's no way any message written on a body dropped to that height is going to be yeah, in any I mean, way, shape, was, or form. I mean, legible. like, what kind of fabric should they give them in prison? I mean, are we talking? He would be, be liquefied. Yeah, he would he be would, liquefied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no they gave they give him a basic Hanes undershirts. Okay, that yeah. does not survive that fucking crash, with all, especially with all the fucking blood. Like, so, you know, like shattered ribs, fucking kind of explode a little bit. So the native guy gets lit, lit on fire. Unless we had a sharpie. Yeah, they, you know, all the the not, you know, the craziness ensues. Giant twenty three tries to rape the female prison guard. Post steps in. Meanwhile, um, Bubba is having uh, needs his, needs some insulin and everything. So he said, "I'm going to show you God." And he goes look for a needle and everything. Um, at what point is is Buscemi then picked up in Carson City? Yes, Garland Green. Um, Garland uh, Green. Uh, the Marietta Mangler is his Marietta, nickname. This that's one. right. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, he, appara- he apparently wore a man's uh, head as a hat as, uh, through three states. Yeah, yeah. That was a girl, actually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, just literally where, uh, you know, like, they bring him in there and they, they refer to him as a national show. And, like, you literally have, like, the, the most hard-nosed... he the, the most thing they're, the, the most hard-nosed criminals are terrified. And I love that they make it Steve Buscemi, who is, like, fucking, like, maybe what? Like, about, like... Five ten, a buck fifty five, maybe or so, but has the creepiest look ever. Where it's like, oh yeah, like, goodness, like, like literally, if he never spoke a line in that movie, I'd believe that he killed, you know, forty one people or whatever the hell it was. And like, you know, like when the whole thing where the guy tells him, you know, he's like, that's you know, that is that's Garland Green. And he was like, he's like, either way, they say the way that he butchered those people, he fucking made it look like you know, he made made the Manson family look like the Partridge family, oh, like, yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. So, um. 
I, it was in Carson City, though, that... They picked him up. There was the well, whole... Well, Nick Cage could have gotten off there. Weren't they... Wasn't, weren't they he could have the gotten off... There? Because didn't Dave Chappelle have, like, an airfield... Like, an employee of that airfield? There was a different one. No, no. The, 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 he ends up... He, so he ends up wandering off. Because what they were doing is they were taking the transponder out of that plane and putting it on, like, a, a private Bingo. thing. Bingo. And then that's when he ends up chatting with a girl. And he's like, you got the prettiest guy, yeah, guys yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, in five yeah, to yeah, ten. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, uh, they, you know, it goes that whole thing. And then... There's the whole thing where eventually that they're discovered as they're about to leave. Yep. They're flying out. They still can't quite figure things out. Because at this point, John Malkovich is running the show, is convinced that Cameron Poe, played by Nicolas Cage, is actually like, you know, he's a legit badass. A, yeah, yeah. Because he, he, he kind of helps him out in the scene where they kill the undercover DEA agents, you know. But yep. he doesn't really help him out. He's just saying, hey, man, you're in a situation you can't control. Like, you know, you need to stop this. Yep. So... Yeah, so then they go through the whole thing, and then obviously they have the, they have the ambush where they go to the, to the you know the airfield where at yes. this point Nicholas okay. Cage has so found a way to trip things off. You so know? you're talking about after MC Ganey had, had like landed in the, the sandstorm and everything. Right? Yeah, so they this all, and obviously they had to, be... to land it right in front of a giant propane. Tank. Well, naturally, uh, where else would you land it? I mean that 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 just only makes sense to me. So MC Ganey lands it right and. It, <laughs> He lands it perfectly in a sandstorm. I'm no aviation expert, but that seems like maybe some questionable, you know, you know, uh, landing area uh, to, to, to you know to go to. But regardless, so one of the creepiest parts of this airfield is that little girl. Yeah, where the hell is like you know like I that mean- that young girl who's just like dirty, and, and I mean that in the most like purest sense. Like she's just filthy. There's dirt all over her. She's got some like. Little, like, doll. It's just so crazy. And then, of course, your man, Garland Green, is the one who's hanging out with her and everything. And it's like, it's, it's like, it's like, looks like, like you're sitting there, just like, oh my God, oh no. And then it's like, you know, he actually just sings the whole Bye, Bob. He actually, Bye, Bob. Yeah, he like, just, sings, you know, like, just yeah. sings, I got the whole world in my, you know, they yeah. just, they, you sing that together. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, he's like, ah, you know, like, well, this is the thing I kind of go on, or maybe, you know, trying to get inside the head of the Marietta Mangler is I remember reading American Psycho in the book. And there's a scene in the book where he actually kills a little kid. And he's like, it's just not as fun because not as many people care about the kid. Oh, God. He doesn't have that's as many, dark. Kid doesn't have as many he friends. There. He went there. That was I'm dark, thinking maybe yeah. that's maybe where he was, has, was at. But then obviously you have the whole thing of that. Then they have to take off again. And then now. Is that where, um, Colmini's uh, Porsche or whatever Ferrari. Oh that? yeah, that's, they that's, hook his car up to a, the the plane and he's pulling. He's like, John car. Cusack drives it obviously. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's realistically like, do you think a guy like John Cusack knew how to drive a stiff shift? Like you know, stay- I bet I bet you John. I'm like sorry, I love, John I love Cusack's a fucking badass. But man. I love how this guy who is you know eventually saving the rainforest or playing that character type knows how to fucking drive a fucking high performance vehicle. You know, like, <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, maybe it's some FBI training in it. Who knows? But I mean, uh, honestly, like like literally, like when your name is Colin and you're driving a Porsche like that, are you just basically going? Listen, like three inches is all I got for you. That's the best I can do for you. That's the best I got for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we come upon. Um, man, I feel like we haven't talked about Malkovich at all because Malkovich is so good. It's, he goes sigh because remember, Sandino's about to get uh, yeah. whatever blown up or whatever, and then he goes. He's telling Cyrus. He's like sigh, and then he, he goes, goes Anara. Anara. How good? Oh man, so good. He's. Uh, you he's, think they named him Cyrus Cyrus just for that line? It's so again, like where, like again, like back to like the, the idea with the rock is that I think that they had the thing of like, okay, like someone had the vision in their head of Malkovich standing there with the shaved head and the goatee with a gun in his hand, wearing an orange jumpsuit, saying "Welcome to Con Air," and they're like, okay, what do we do next? Yeah, yeah. No, and then no, obviously no, we fill have in to, the blanks. And then obviously we have to land a plane on the Vegas Strip, you know, which is the most. 
Oh, well, I mean, the, the level of collateral damage there, I mean, I don't know. And then obviously, pretty so, high, right? So, you know, you like this, like, we were talking about the cliche you need to have for the car chase. You know, obviously, there, the, there's the car chase where, you know, Cusack's racing to get to the airfield, obviously. Yeah, 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 but yeah. then the real chase happens afterward on the fire fire engine afterwards. You know, there's that whole. That's a good that's, that's I mean, a good one. down the yeah. Vegas Strip, which down is, you know, strip. which by the way, you can go maybe a maximum of five miles an hour sure. on most yeah, given yeah, nights. Yeah, yeah. On. Why is it that uh, Cyrus Virus feels the need to not ride in the cabin of the fire truck and instead ride on the ladder, I believe, correct? Um, I, the, I think it was a power move ride? thing. I think it was just kind of, you know, feeling you you know, the, the elevated position thing. All right. He's got the high ground. And then, you know, obviously, the, I mean, well, we actually, the big thing we got over was the, the whole the bunny thing. You know, the, the bunny that they mysteriously sell in the prison commissary. That's what I'm obviously, <laughs> you have to have the fight of, like, you know, because, like, I mean, I love the thing is, is that Cage is, you know, he's a good guy, but he's also a badass in the same sure. things. So when they got, when Billy Bedlam first sees me, go, what are you looking at, you know, Hillbilly? And he's just like, I'm sorry, I was just admiring your cage. And it's like, it's the whole thing is where it's like, I know I can just kick your ass. Admiring your cage. And uh, the, uh, the, body, uh, the, the most ridiculous part of me, because here's your the thing cage. is that I mentioned that The Rock was actually a good solid movie. This movie was one that, like, okay, they went with, like, you know, like, we're. We're not exactly trying to make a, a critically acclaimed movie. We're trying to make something that people will enjoy it's watching. Awesome. Nicholas Cage storming. So good. Nicholas right. Cage getting shots in the fucking arm and just walking. Doesn't affect him whatsoever. <laughs> He shrugs that shrugs it off like nobody's business. I mean, I understand you can be charged you know? up with adrenaline, but I mean, you probably at least you know maybe flinch. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I've little, never been little, shot, little, so little, I can't little speak chicken to wing it, thing. You know, you know maybe yeah. maybe you don't throw a right. Maybe you don't throw a right cross. At the yeah, first maybe one that's not shot. you know the first thing you do there. Um, so Cameron Poe gets reunited with uh, his baby girl, and then he gets he meets his daughter for the first time, yep, and yep. you know. And, you know, and then obviously when here, they were writing letters, by the way, in prison, dear daddy. Yeah. And it's like, I can't wait to get back to, and do all the things that we like to. Have you ever met her? What things? What things do you like doing together? So there's nothing. You, he, he didn't uh, let her come and visit him in prison, which I get. You know, you don't want to, you know, your girl, your, your daughter to see you first time ever in prison. But still, what things are you talking about when you say, I can't wait to get back and do all the things we like doing together? I never thought about that. I, 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 never, I never contribute that I'm deep of thought. You know? this, which I would kind of say is that kind of gives the idea of the magnitude of this movie is that the person who sings that How Do I Live Without You song, sure, sure, sure. that's not the famous version of it, okay? There was Leanne Rimes, who was the up-and-coming country star, who that became the actual hit for. Yep, and then there right. was just the other version. I don't even know who it was I that sang it. I don't know, it. but now I can, but, all I can hear in my head. It's but it's, it's, not, it's not the popular version, because I don't think you wanted to attach a teenage girl's country singing career to fucking exactly. Well, yeah, yeah you know, well, time, times is different back So now this is, is the point different. of contention. We both agree that that was number two. Now we need to figure out why you believe that fucking Face Off is one. Face off is one, and now I believe it's three. Let's it's go not because one. it's not because it's a better movie, like just from a script standpoint and production value or whatever. It's because it is so goddamn. Jason crazy. is allowed to chime in the, on this, by the way. The, Jason, if you're not, if you, yeah, you, you want to pipe in, feel free. Yeah. It, the movie, I mean, it's it's one face off, hands down, hands down, hundred percent. Con Air two, Rock. Three. Boom. He's on. He's so, on. Okay, as he's I got, on board with me. I'm sorry. And, you know. This it is, is. But by the way, this is an important discussion. It, absolutely. I wouldn't have <laughs> it's it. It's an entire other. podcast. So, yeah. So, but I will also just, and then I'll chime out I mean, and let you guys take over. This is very easy to rank. I, I, I respect anyone's opinion. Having <laughs> any it, of these in any order, as long as they're aware that they exist. Really, the Oscars 
are tainted. Yeah, because, because yeah. none of these three films was up for <laughs> It was ever up for um, yeah. There might have been some sound editing or something. Yes, in yeah, right. But as I go on, as Jason once told me when I actually had it, we discussed this, we were starting it via text, and I was just like, finally, like, no, we need to, I can't I have too many words to say to type. And he's like, listen, Face Off is 100, Con Air is 99, and The Rock is 98. There's yeah, not I mean, like a huge, yeah, like, you know, like. 100%. It's They're like, all the, phenomenal. But I'm telling you, the reason why The Rock is number one is it's just so balls to the wall. No, you, so first off, John no, no, wait, no, you're, you, you, you meant the Jesus face Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, um, you proved my point for me. I know. Right? I guess so. <laughs> so let me pull something real quick here. And I mean, the first, it's the John Woo aspect of it. So every every John Woo movie has dual wielding pistols. Okay, akimbo's and doves. It has. It also and this has. This movie it, does not let it let me down. So the very first where I fell for where I where I got the the woo for woo as I'll call it was Broken Arrow. <sighs> Christian Slater, I love that movie. Too. It's it's such God, a. Why didn't we talk about Broken Arrow? You know, we did the you know. second Mission Impossible too. That was that was a lot of woo. Like were there the, doves like the in last, that movie? So like the la- yes, were there doves? The, the last last twenty minutes See? was just tell me. Crazy. Tell me so no here's doves. the thing: as I kind of go on with where it's like The Rock, a lot of the action was justified. Con Air was kind of a character itself. Face Off, as I told Taylor yesterday, in porn movies, there's like sex for the sake of having sex. In woo movies, there's action for the sake of having action. Like literally, like going to grab a pack a piece of gum out of your pockets. Can turn into a shootout because someone might think you're pulling a gun Absolutely. out, like you know, like. So here, and, let's just talk. So about like, it. like I, I, I have a great thought to share at the end of this one. Well, I just want to first off bring up the the entire premise of it. So uh, okay, you have <laughs> back, John to, back to the whole thing is that we got to incorporate the title into the actual movie right. somehow. So you have the um, your main characters, John Travolta, and Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage plays Caster Troy, right, and then John Travolta plays Sean Archer, FBI agent Sean Archer. Let me ask you and something. This is one of my I, favorite I, parts about this one. Have you ever in your your entire life ever encountered or heard or read a book or seen a movie where anyone else was named Caster? Uh, I'm pretty sure Caster and Pollux is like a Roman like mytho- mythological something or other. Oh, he got that deep I, with I, it. I, I, I think so. I'm not he, 100%. He was definitely there, shooting like, for that Academy Award. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. Uh, Caster and Pollux, probably just going to come up with uh, Face Off, but yeah, there's like some statues and it doesn't matter. It, it's, it, it's old Greek or Roman, something like that. But anyways, so you have Sean Archer, FBI agent extraordinaire. They are uh, chasing after um, Cash Troy, played by Nicolas Cage, obviously. And they're in a scene, uh, this, this disgusting scene when they're, he's, he's dressed as a priest and he's doing the whole, you know, uh, directing the, the choir and everything. And he grabs this girl's ass and whatnot. And he's just fucking the, the worst person ever. And they end up hunting him down and everything. They, 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 they get him and they think he's dead, right? And he tells his brother, Pollux, that... That his brother is dead, right? Well, no. So wait, wait, wait. You missed out on the whole thing where you, the initial question I'm, you asked I'm me. Obviously, you know. So you the know. whole thing is they find out that he's going to be, you know, he's he, he's he's installing this bomb that's got like some dates in the future yeah, at, the, yeah. at the LA Convention Center, and then because well, Pollux out, was bored it? waiting because he's basically a little kid, he pays with cash. Yep. Okay, and then they know that okay, like so. You know, first off, they pay with cash. How do they have a record of it? Why would he give him his real name? Why would he just give him a fake name? Ex- well, he doesn't. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He doesn't. Well, because the, remember the thing where the he doesn't. Craziness. Remember the thing he doesn't pay the help. He's going. You're supposed to protect him 
from everybody, including himself. You yeah. Know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go there and establish that. Which, I, by the way, I love. I, I want. That's like where my goal in life is to have that box where it's like, oh, wait, let me take out my, let me grab my two double gold pistols. I got a bunch of <laughs> ecstasy pills there. Mind, I got a couple of joints that are already rolled. I'm ready to go. Like people light them for me. And then obviously now they they put on the flight attendants. Now that's where the famous line comes. That's from. what I asked like, you. That's what I asked you, buddy. You know, how long can you eat a peach for? You know, it's. <laughs> it's it's what she sucked on his tongue. And no, it's no, like no, 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 no. Fuck, probably, man, probably no. Like, no, probably the greatest line ever. He's like, if I was to mail you flowers, no, no, no. Let me phrase this: if I was to let you suck on my tongue, oh, would you be it's grateful? So foul! It's, it is so like. Let me tell you, oh, I tried God. that one like fifty times. And it did not oh, work. I don't, I don't doubt that it did not work out there. I don't doubt it one bit. So the entire premise of the film, obviously, <laughs> is that. John Travolta and Nick Cage switch faces. Okay, which not the, to the, mention the, the, that well, I think well, there's well, like a You dropped the biggest fucking part of it. Why they're sworn enemies in the first place is that well, in the, the movie very starts off in the very beginning movie. He's trying the movie to starts ass- off with John Travolta's son being murdered because by John Tra- or by Nick Cage, who's got the worst mustache ever. Um, depends on your opinions of mustaches. Okay, <laughs> that's just another thing altogether. But you have the he knows that he's the guy who's hot on his trail, so he's got to get yep. rid of him because he, yep. he's infiltrated too much. Much, which obviously you know it's kind of a this is where I go on this is like just an out, such an out there con, you know concept is that going like this guy didn't take notes and maybe like you know share it with the other the rest right, of the FBI yeah, no no no, you know, no, no, no not, so if I just not. kill this guy all my problems go away 100% That's, yeah. absolutely you kill that so one then guy, of course obviously he's a linchpin obviously like you know that we you know he doesn't ever by himself without a kid you know so right, why would I right, go you know right. that whole yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. but he ends up killing his kid so now it's a personal thing he killed his kid you know and he it, wants that scar back which, by the way, he wants there's that scar back. He want, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's that the whole, thing. that's the whole thing. So yeah, so th- there's that scene, then there's the little shootout scene where the guy's he, he's, he's presumed to be dead, but then he's well, he gets blown back by the the jet engine. Yes, which I don't. Again, I'm not a pilot. I don't know anything about jet propulsion, but I would assume that that would like burn you. Or, or, or if not, no. I think that the, the initial pushing you. Back I think the initial heat up of it had enough force to push him away, and then at that point, I think, I think that 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 force alone would like break every bone in your body. Besides the point, it's obviously Cash Troy. He keeps it moving. You know? Okay, yeah. They so, all think he's dead though. So then, obviously, here's the thing: is that you gotta love when there's things that are even top secret to the FBI. Like, you know, Thank like, you, CCH Pounder. Like, like, and here's the best part about this is I love in certain movies with ridiculous concepts where, like, it's top secret. No one can know about it. No one asks why. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like, okay, nobody else can know about this. Like, yep. why? Like, Instead it's not it's not his bosses telling him, hey, the lower people can't know about you. It's his subordinates telling him, hey, the bosses sure. can't know about how, this. How would, you, how would you like to go in and uh, talk to Pollux Troy as Caster Troy. It's like, well, that's all well and good, but why not send like, I don't know, like an actor or, you know, some guy who's new to the FBI that's maybe taking an acting class or something like that to, you know, go in the cell and maybe get some of that same information out. Call me crazy. Let's go with this radical operation and tell no one about it. And that's a good that's that that that's that that's good Hollywood right there. So this is the thing as I kind of started realizing with face off is where this is where the transition happens. This may have been where Wu came into a factor, is that the other movies I mentioned were kind of like centered around the title and like, you know, maybe like a couple scenes when they probably wrote them in my my weird imagination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This movie where John Woo was like, I got a great idea for a trailer. How do I fill in the rest of the time? <laughs> like, Make you know, sure there's doves. <laughs> because in the actual trailer, there's a scene that never existed where there's the whole thing where, you know, there is the actual scene from the movie where he's like, you mean to tell me I've, you know, I've studied him. I've examined. I know his every, you know, desire, every facial tick. He's like, you know, now you're telling me he's like, you know, to defeat him, he he turns and it cuts to him. him. I will become him. Yeah. You know, like, and uh, that's uh, 
kind of its own thing. So now so, you, have, yeah, let, let, you have the two most opposite. Which, by the way, this movie, I will say just, I don't really view Travolta as a good actor. Cage fucking smokes Travolta in this movie. The level of crazy, that's why it's number one, is the level of craziness from both of them is just out there, man. No, John Travolta, Travolta playing... Or Travolta me. is acting like he's acting. Cage is actually falling into his just role. Nuts, man. He's, you know, oh, what? So, cut to the scene. They're, they're they're doing face transplant, right? And they insert a little microchip because apparently microchips can do this. Now they totally changes their voice and everything like that. Uh, the, you know, the fact of the matter is they put one face on the other, you know, body and. Your hands are the same. You're not as tall. You're still as, as, as chubby as you are. There's so many pl- you know, holes in this. They never this. mentioned that part. Yeah, yeah. There's so many pl- you know holes. Plus, when uh, you know uh, Nick Cage, aka John Travolta, whichever one you want to think about it, goes and sees um, you know uh, a smoky Joan Allen. Um, <laughs> you know she doesn't notice that her husband of whatever twenty years. Which, by the like, way, Dick is different. By, by the way, by, by the way, the, one of the best lines that uh, you know eventually became people thought it was popular because of a country song. But I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. Go, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what he says. So um, the which we call it? we got uh, we, you know the, the scene when um, John Travolta, or excuse me, Nicholas Cage, his face is actually taken off, putting on to John Travolta's uh, a, a body oh, there. Oh. And, then the, yeah, so yeah, the, the, there's that whole the surgery scene with the, with the, with the surgeon and everything, and Colm Fior, and that's the guy from um, which we call was a Chronicles Riddick. Yeah, he's the necromonger lord. Anyways, keep there's this other guy that played uh, Bunny Colvin on The Wire, and then obviously you have the whole thing. So now he Bunny, infl- yeah, yeah, he, he so obviously you have the whole thing where now you have where Nicolas Cage infiltrates this like you want to talk about Supermax, Supermax prison. prison oil rig type thing that's apparently nothing but magnets and everybody's got magnet boots on like you're in fucking Super Mario Brothers or whatever that terrible terrible film that that, that was which I mean obviously then when he's in there then uh, obviously I didn't sleep with your sister I didn't sleep with your wife yeah that whole thing then obviously obviously the now the the character transformation the other guy wakes up but I love how Nicolas Cage wakes up with fucking no No lips no no face face no lips Smokes a cigarette. Well, I mean, I mean, he did. He did admit to taking some of the groovy painkillers. I mean, so I mean, that's a sign of a real nicotine addiction. Let me tell you something, okay? Like, I mean, as a guy who fucking has been hitting his jewel oh incessantly. Oh my god! But so, uh, so then you actually have the you know the whole thing when they have their interaction. Where now, like when you watch John Travolta try and play that charismatic fucking um, anti-hero, the, the way that uh, or you know antagonist, the way that Nicolas Cage does. I'm sorry. It's just, it falls. just doesn't cut it. You're right. It just doesn't cut it. You know, it, he's never really been. He's really never been good at anything. He was good when he danced. Okay, yeah, he was great at when he danced. So skip forward. Um, Nick, uh, John Travolta now Caster Troy uh, goes and disarms the bomb. Right. He instead of letting the bomb go off, he's now hero cop, and he's going to have a lot more uh, ability to you know do all the gnarly shit that he wants to do and everything, right? Nick Cage now, as again uh, John Travolta's character in prison, sees this on the news and has to get out. Also, I mean, like another far fetched concept of this one is that also he kills the lead, the director of the FBI. Oh yeah, and, they, you know, they, and, he just, and, and he just says, "Oh, he had a heart attack." And you know, by the way, you no actually you, you actually you know chopped him in the throat. You know, you keto chopped him in the yep. throat, and you know, which he also fucking John Travolta fucking waxed that one dude in the throat in uh, Broken Arrow as well, mind you. Oh yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. who actually that character is the warden in fucking Shawshank? So boom. I did not now mind that, watching boom. that. All connecting points always. So John Travolta. Uh, no, so this is the best part. I would say actually, the, obviously, the whole thing of that when he describes, I want to take his face off you know so that when obviously they're on the drugs but there is the weird kind of i would say where they went for the advanced symbolism where they're in they're both they're, they're 
obviously two sided mirrors are a thing when they're in that random shootout scene, you wow, know. Yeah. And you have yeah. the moment where they're both looking at the reflection of the guy who they've been hunting for or whatever, but it's actually themselves. And like, I'm sorry, it's just like it's one of these things where like I need to know exactly like what like weapon acumen's going on because like I'm pretty sure that like I can shoot a gun as good as most fucking FBI agents I've seen in a movie because Again, they're never movie. able to hit shit but fucking the, you know, these fucking guys who are just fucking just badass fucking criminals can just pick them off one by one like I also like how many how many clips does a person carry on them at a time oh, infinite bullets infinite bullets that that's the answer is infinite Ryan so okay we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up I'm gonna, I just, I, I'm gonna cut in here we gotta wrap this up right like Nah. Okay, okay, so we, we skip to holy. So we're gonna skip to uh, Nicholas Cage, aka John Travolta, whatever. Uh, Sean Archer gets out of the prison, uh, meets up with Gina Gershon. Uh, her, he's now he's know. now playing his other roles. Yep. Which, by the way, is like Casavetes, Casavetes, whatever he says, his name is the brother and everything. Weird relationship with Gina Gershon and him. They're supposed to be brother and sister, but it's way too sexualized and everything. You got the little boy with the headphones in and everything like that. Super, super weird. The psychological trauma that young man has, you know, happened. Oh, God. That's just like, I don't even want to start thinking about it. Next one's on me, kid. Yeah, right. (laughs) So, um, oh, man, there's a scene where fucking uh, Sean Archer's uh, daughter brings home the fucking... The oh yeah, the guy. Uh, yeah, that's that's seven. We already got to that. We already got to that weird thing too, where it's like with uh, you know, like this is the thing was I saw the movie I was younger and like you know, like so I hate like you didn't you know, quite like, understand. So so, huh? so Dominic Swain, you know, I, I'm assuming was over 18 years old when they sexualized her as a character. I would right? hope. But now it's like one of those things when I was younger, it's like oh that's cool, that's like a hot like high school senior or junior. Now sure, it's like sure. if I watch this as an old guy, I'm like you, you just don't just keep your eyes above, right? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like that's extra creepy there. But uh, um, where I would go on is that it, obviously it ends in the, it, how it all transpires. You don't know, but uh, I will say that maybe speedboat chase, your speed old chase, speedboat chase, and everything is. I would Dubs. say this is possibly FBI where you funeral. might have me on this one. Is that as far as I want to know what kind of acid that John Woo took when he drew this whole thing oh, up? The, the, because the, I don't know what's more ridiculous: so the end, scary. the end chase fight sequence in fucking in Face Off, or. Any of the chicken fight scenes in Family Guy. Yeah. Bingo. Like, because they are literally, I feel like that they, when they made that it one. It just keeps they, going and going and going and going. And it just is absolutely mind blowing, you know, as far as. It's to the point where going. also he's actually going to cut off his own face so that way he knows he's going right. to die. So, going, hey, guess what? You're going to look and see yep. my face every time you see. He goes to cut oh, off the God. other guy's face. Oh, God. There's so much more to unpack here. Movie ends. Uh, Castor Troy dies. Sean Archer gets his face back. He goes home. He brings Michael. Or uh, not, not Michael. Whatever the the little boy's name, uh, his son who did die was named Michael. Adam is his name. Adam, right? Was it yeah. okay? On so Adam brings yeah. home the other little boy and fucking scene. That that's it. You know, the movie ends and you know the 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 good guy wins, the bad guy loses. The he gets his son back, basically. Um, and then that's it. Happy. It's ending. just totally one of those things where it's like if you can really suspend disbelief, then it's 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 great. Where it's like that's where our difference goes on is that you like the more off the rails type it's thing. So like Conair, so Conair's a little bit off the rails. A little the bit. Battery's things. dying in one of the cameras now. Okay. Well, it's so 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 crazy, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Comment uh, below if you want uh, if you have any recommendations or any movies you want us to talk about. We'll try and keep it to maybe just one because obviously this three 
three movies to talk about in under an hour and a half is just it, it, with you and I. It's just not doable. Um, we're gonna have some other guests on the show. Ryan's gonna be coming back. It, I, I'm at Taylor's. Uh, Taylor's Thanks for having me again. Um, what um, I do at Sco Five Two Five S C H O Five on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram or Ryan Schofield on Facebook. Whatever. Boom. You know. If you have any recommendations or anything uh, movies you want us to talk about, comment below. Uh, again, this has been the Salt with Taylor's Doll. Or yeah, with me, Taylor Doll. The Salt with Doll. I'm Taylor Dahl. Feeling salty. Uh, you guys have a good one. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>